Hey, what's up, guys? It's Joseph here with Smart Charge America. This is a part of the EV365 program. Hey, here's the deal. I get a lot of customers asking me what's going on with used EVs. EVs are kind of unique to the point where a lot of the American public view them as kind of like used laptops. And if you really think about it, uh, you know, you, you go out, you buy a laptop, you you spend two thousand dollars on it, uh, you use it. Uh, three months later, technology is crazy advanced. You try to sell it, and you can only buy, you know, sell it for six hundred bucks, eight hundred bucks. I mean, the residual value plummets on it. A lot of people they start to view these EVs in the same light. But that's your arbitrage opportunity. That's where your value is. Let the American public who doesn't understand anything uh, or not, not all the aspects of EVs uh, in general, electric vehicles, let that be your source of accomplishment. Let that be your, your source of value. Let that be your arbitrage opportunity to take advantage of. So right now we can see that there are a number of used evs especially when you're looking at like uh, let's say used chevy volts used nissan leafs that are on the marketplace you can get a used ev for top-notch bottom like pennies on the dollar look i i leased my electric vehicle in 2013 nissan leaf paid 199 a month for three years for it it basically, it was about $38,000 brand new, top of the line, Nissan Leaf when it first came out. Three years at $199 a month, I turn it back into the dealership and say, look, I won't buy this anything less than $7,000 because that's where the residual value was for all the other Nissan Leafs you know, in that area. And the dealership said, yes, okay, here, let's do it, $7,000. Are you kidding me? I just spent $199 for 36 months, which is equivalent to what, $7,200? And then I bought it for another $7,000? Yeah, okay, okay, so what? I didn't get the full tax credit on, the, on purchasing because I decided to lease it. But I bought a $34,000 vehicle or a $38,000 vehicle for $14,000. I mean, in no way, shape, or form could you do this with any other type of vehicle out there. Electric vehicles, they do present an arbitrage opportunity when it comes to used inventory. So get out there. If you're really thinking about buying an, an electric vehicle, get out there. Do some research. Look at the used Chevy Volts. Look at the used Nissan Leafs. Look at anything used. See what type of residual value it has. But most importantly, be in tune. Be self-aware of your driving habits, what it is that you're looking to accomplish by going electric. It's really, really important that you actually put together kind of like a pros and cons list uh, of all the, the different you know, unique aspects. I remember when I was putting together my pros and cons list when we were deciding to try to go EV. My wife, you know, she, 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 her only con was that the electric vehicle didn't have a sunroof. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I just made a pros and cons list where I have 22 pros and I have four cons. That's it. I mean, come on. I mean, eventually people are going to start waking up. They're going to start seeing this. The, the lids are going to start flipping back and they're going to actually be able to focus on how uh, practical and how like you can buy these electric vehicles and, and not disrupt anything that you're normally doing in life. You're just more self-aware of what you can offer the environment, what you can offer the world and the decision that you make. It's insane. Again, used electric vehicles, one of the biggest arbitrage opportunities for, for, for anyone to take advantage of, but you gotta get in there, you gotta do the research. Hell, call us if you want to. You can call me personally, I don't care. Um, but 
the, the, the key is, is that you're actually doing some research. You don't have to go out and buy a brand new electric vehicle for $38,000 you know, to get the $7,500 tax credit. You don't have to do that. Hey, if you want to, and by all means, go ahead and do it. But there are other opportunities for you to really engage. Look at this. Nissan Leaf, 2013. If you're going to buy a used electric vehicle, I want you to start looking at 2013's better. Now, that's, that's also for the Nissan Leaf, but that's also for the Chevy Volts. That's when the second, third generation model of these units actually came to fruition. You, you want to kind of shy away from the, the, the first generation used electric vehicles. But if you're, if you're a gearhead and you're, you know, you're heavily involved in the electric vehicle movement and you're willing to go ahead and, and do that, by all means, those are even cheaper, the first generation electric vehicles. When you start getting into the second and third generation, that's where that's the secret sauce. That's where you can really take advantage of some unique opportunities because those electric vehicles are pretty much providing the same exact thing that the electric. All right, guys, we're back with part two. I think I got cut off here. But again, looking back at the used uh, electric vehicles, you want to make sure that you're getting the 2013 or better, kind of like that second, third generation uh, model for these EV units. Uh, essentially, that's where the American public, basically the, the first generation audience, the, the real tech, the real gurus on electric vehicle technology, you know, they're expressing what it is that they wish that they would have in these vehicles. And these manufacturers, they take all of that data, they take all of that input, and they put it into their second, third generation models that make it even more enticing for, you know, to, to increase sales, more enticing for people to get their butts in. So again, start looking at used electric vehicles for this value in particular. Now, again, I want you to start thinking about electric vehicles. If you haven't, it, it, look, even if you already have one, that's great. That means that you've already done your research. You already figured out, you know, how electric vehicles can like kind of morph and, and just kind of, uh, you know, weld their way into your life and you really don't need to do much uh, of anything i mean think about it i mean if i have an electric vehicle that has a hundred mile range and i know that my daily habit like 98 percent of my daily driving habits if i look at my life just 365 days of the year 98 percent of the time i'm traveling less than 70 miles let's say i'm traveling less than 70 miles that still puts an extra 40, like, you know, 30 mile range. If I, if I do happen to, to, to make a, uh, you know, a extended drive somewhere else that day. Okay, perfect. If I know that 98% of my driving can be taken advantage of uh, with a, a, an electric vehicle that has a hundred mile range, why not? That, that's the key. Why not? Look at all the advantages. Okay, so what? I gotta go in and plug in every day uh, at my house. Okay, well, you know, two, an hour and a half, two hours later, I'm fully charged. I can go anywhere I want. But seriously, if 98% of your driving can encapsulate within a 70 mile radius uh, of driving, and you go out and buy an electric vehicle that has a 100 mile range, then 98% of your year can be soaked up with an electric vehicle. Okay, so what about the other 2%, Joseph? Uh, well, what if I have to go to, you know, uh, what if I live in, in Texas and I have to drive uh, 300 miles to, to Dallas or something like that? Okay, perfect. Then drive to Dallas. Um, if you have another gas, you know, car, go ahead, use that to drive to Dallas. Like, or fly. I mean, on the one chance, you know, I always get people, you know, they always tell me, uh, well, what if I want to, you know, take a road trip and I want to go to Arizona or if I, what if I, you know, want to drive somewhere? I'm like, okay, well, uh, how, how long do you normally drive? Oh, uh, well, you know, you usually drive, you know, 
400, 500 miles max. I mean, that's pretty, okay, so after that four or 500 mile, uh, like, what are you, you know, they're like, well, you know, I'll visit Atlanta. Um, I'm like, okay, so you drive it? No, I fly. So then I start really kind of digging into their driving habits, and I start realizing that if they have an actual trip that's, let's say, more than 300 miles, chances are they're not going to drive in the first place. They're going to fly. So it's amazing. So the main, the main, uh, you know, uh, objection that I get all the time: Why would I buy an electric vehicle that only goes 100 miles? And I'm like, well, you know, what's your driving habits? I mean, does 98% of your driving occur within 70, 40 miles every day? Okay, perfect. This is a great vehicle for you to consider. Well, what if I want to take a road trip? Okay, so awesome, great question. How often do you take road trips? Oh, once a year. Okay. Oh, perfect. Okay, so let's talk about that road trip. Where do you normally go? Uh, I'll drive, you know, 800 miles to, you know, Oregon. Okay, perfect. So, uh, of the last times that you you've been to Oregon, have you have you driven? Uh, no, I actually picked up and and, and flew because it was a lot faster. What are we having this conversation for? Are you serious? <laughs> Again, use the electric vehicles. They are the greatest arbitrage opportunity that we have to date. Do your research. Look at some used model, you know, Tesla Model S's. Look get some used uh, 2013 and above uh, Nissan Leafs, uh, Chevy Volt. I want you to start thinking about these decisions that you're making when you're looking into electric vehicles. Think about it. I want, I, I challenge, I want to challenge you guys. Uh, again, this is Joseph Barletta with Smart Charge America. Uh, I own a company, a little, little, little background. I've been doing this for 10 years now and been doing it since 2007 when EVs you know, weren't even a popular movement. I was basically you know, doing conversion EV enthusiasts, uh, so forth and so on, installing charging stations for them. But here's the deal. I want you to start thinking. I, I want to challenge you to one thing. When you start making the decision, Let's say you go to Costco today and you decide to buy that, that, that squeezable, retractable hose, that whatever. Or you decide to you know, buy veggie patties instead of meat patties. Okay, that's great. You make that decision. Now, all right, guys, start thinking about these used electric vehicles. Start thinking about the manufacturers. I, want, I really want to challenge you guys to think about uh, that second, third generation. Hey guys, we're at part three here. Look, again, I want to challenge you guys to start thinking about the decisions that you actually make every single day. Um, if you, like, again, uh, that, that example that I used at, at Costco, if you're at Costco and you, you decide not to buy the, the hamburger patties, but you want to buy veggie patties today, that's great. That's fine. Uh, this is what I want to challenge you to do. I want to challenge you to start thinking of every decision that you make. I want you to start thinking about what would happen if along with me making this decision, for, for good, for better or for worse, what would happen if 500,000 other people made this decision at the same exact time? What would happen? So if I'm, if I'm out there and I'm making, you know, if I'm deciding to buy, you know, uh, veggie patties as opposed to hamburger patties on 4th of July weekend, um, if, if, if I decide to just, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going, I'm doing something new, bam, 500,000 other people, boom, make that same exact decision right now. What would happen? Would it be for the, for the better, for the worse? And most of the time, I think subconsciously, I think the way we're driven, the way we're wired, I think that decision is going to make a lot of impact. This is what news articles, this is what social media, this is what movements, this is how movements are created. But I want you to start thinking about the value of every single decision that you make, how important it is. That's why I wanted to bring this decision with you with these used electric vehicles. I think it's extremely important that I try to give you guys as much value as possible when you're out there on the open marketplace and you're looking for you know, these, these vehicles that drive us around all day long, right? I want you to start thinking about giving a little thought to used electric vehicles. The value proposition is there. 
the the arbitrage opportunity is insane to take advantage of. You just have to be aware. You have to know your stuff. Know these electric vehicles. If you need more content, if you need more information on it, feel free to look at some of my previous podcasts. Hell, feel free to call me. But I want you to start thinking about these decisions that you're making. Use electric vehicles. Use 2013 uh, or better. Uh, Nissan Leafs, Chevy Volts. Start looking at that second, third generation uh, electric vehicle model. And, you know, that's a, that's you know also with uh, the Kia Souls and the the Tesla Model S's. Um, you know, so so start looking at the used electric vehicle market. Uh, Europe is experiencing the same thing. If you think that we're behind, if you uh, if you look at you know the electric vehicle movement in general, I want you to start looking at three different phases. Okay, I want you to start looking at China. I want you to look at Europe, and then I want you to look at the U.S. And then inside U.S., I want you to start looking at what's going on in California, what's going on in New York, and then what's going on in central uh, the central part of the U.S. Um, so again, I want to challenge. You you guys start looking at these decisions that you're making day in and day out and looking at how you know the kind of the adverse or, or the positive or the, or the negative impact that would happen if 500,000 other people went ahead and made that decision right now now if you're looking at purchasing an electric vehicle if 500,000 people decide to purchase used electric vehicles uh, that, those arbitrage opportunities might not be there uh, you know uh, you know uh, I guess within the next few weeks I mean people are gonna start catching on to this stuff uh, and they're that that increased resi- you know that residual value is going to start increasing and you're going to start losing on, on those arbitrage opportunities. So again, I want you to start thinking when you're out there and you're searching for a new electric vehicle or, or, or a new vehicle in general, when you start thinking about maybe possibly considering a used electric vehicle, I think, I think the arbitrage opportunity is there. I think the value is there for you. Uh, again, I think it's just being aware of, of what that electric vehicle's, you know, you know, compatibilities are, how that those, you know, how that kind of transfers into your daily driving habits and whether or not you guys would be a good marriage uh, for you. Again, it's my job to bring you guys as much value as possible when it comes to making these buying decisions for electric vehicles, even electric vehicle charging stations themselves. Um, this is all that we do. We live, breathe, eat, uh, and, and, and this is our life. This is our lifestyle. This is who we are. So again, we're not going to steer you wrong. We're going to make sure that you're making the well, the, the best, the most well-informed decision out there for you, for your family. So that way you can start paying attention to your footprint, your you know what it is that you're contributing, um, you know to the global calls, to 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 the bigger picture. We just want to be there for you guys to help you all with that decision. So again, use the electric vehicles. I want you to start focusing on the second, third generation uh, portion of these used electric vehicles. Start getting out there, seeing how the electric vehicle, how it can basically transform and kind of coexist with your current driving habits and lifestyle. And I think you guys are get a lot of value out of it. I can't wait to hear stories uh, from you guys on, on how, you know, how well uh, that this podcast was received. Please feel free to comment on the podcast. We'd love to hear back from you, some feedback uh, on how we can get better. Again,